0: 2017 Ha ha Oh welcome to 2017 my friend
1: Welcome to 2017 Back with my chill rock session With my chill rock session With my session musicians in 2017 Fleshing it out Gotta flesh it out this time We had the time off, Well, now we're back. Back in the saddle, we're back in the saddle again. Had a bit of a celebratory tour, right? A celebratory rape, that's what you said, right?
0: God damn it, it's 2017, you gotta get over that kind of shit.
1: God damn it, get over it. That shit just ain't cool anymore It's 2017 with cones and... No campus campus. Get your hands become this camper Get your
0: hands become this camper Yeah! You're a fucking white male! You're a fucking white male!
1: Welcome back to the Cones and Doe Show in 2017, our year of our lord 2017. It's
0: obviously 2017 with music like that coming out on the fucking radio.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, culture shapes society, society shapes culture, and I think that really captured the zeitgeist of what's happening, but what's up dude good to see you
0: what's going on i have to do that with the right hand yeah
1: oh fuck yeah okay well we'll get to that a little bit later (laughs) i think um we've been away for a while if anyone gives a shit um i I hope they do i've been on tour basically um as a security guard
0: just making sure that el presidente electo makes it into office in a week or whatever yeah because yeah even all those bulletproof vests aren't going to keep him safe from, like, one of Obama's drone strikes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just hope he's better at hiring personnel than uh, Indira Gandhi, who is the, you know, female prime minister of India and the daughter of Gandhi, and she was surrounded by Sikh bodyguards, right? And sort of... Because uh, they were like the kind of warrior cast and shit. And so they were her bodyguards. But she unwisely sort of launched some military action against their holiest place. And a few months after that, one of her loyal bodyguards just fucking came up behind her and stabbed a fucking knife into her and killed her. Yeah. So you've got to look out for who's on your own team, I think. I just hope Trump really knows what he's doing, you know?
0: Yeah. And isn't just some like... George George Bush-like extreme... Yeah, George Bush. Just another crazy figurehead for everyone to sort of like rally behind.
1: I think he's got more sort of a will to power than George W. Bush, who, let's be honest, always came across like a little bit of a puppet, you know? <laughs> he tried to kill my dad. Like, you know?
0: I like the Chappelle bit on there. Yeah? Like in the Chappelle show where mm. he's doing the black president.
1: Oh, the black president. With the Mexican vice president and everything, yeah. right? <laughs> but nothing happened to him. I think Obama got treated with a whole lot of respect, quite frankly. I mean, there was some some arguments over some technical issues to do with like births and you know whether kenya counts as a state of america and there's a bit of a gray area over that but uh, i think he was treated with a you know deference and respect
0: yeah he was the first black gay president dating a transsexual it's like so many breaking so many boundaries
1: yeah not only that but he was the first to pray to mecca in the white house as well too (laughs) um so, it really was not very progressive eight years, as we think we can all say, but we'll move on to that a bit later. So, and... 2016 was all about figuring that shit out, but as as we heard from our fucking friendly intro band,
0: hmm. 2017, you know, it's oh. past, past that shit, it's post...
1: It's the post-trans era, really. Are we already at the post-trans era? Because <laughs> about two years ago, no one gave a shit about that shit, and then uh, that that all started. Well, and now we've
0: got to figure out if you want to fuck robots, like yeah well as long as you're a human fuck that's cool
1: exactly i mean getting into some heavy shit yeah as a sort of you know singularity transhumanist to be honest while i support kind of you know everyone's individual identity and progressive causes i can't help but look down a little bit on these uh meat sacks who kind of you know define themselves by their genitals and want to alter that when i'm (laughs) altering my genetic code already you know it's a little bit (laughs) retro like kind of vinyl record collectors and stuff but uh i don't know I think there'd be more acceptance of them if they looked more like women. Computer sex bots? No, men who have gender dysmorphia. Oh, right? yeah. Problem, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trannies. Um, but we're really getting ahead of ourselves because we've been away for a while. Why have we been away?
0: Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we had a had an episode fail on me because
1: my computer has been a piece of shit very big screen shitty, so that's probably shitty the majority computer. of the reason that was it that was definitely it. and your bodyguard work as well so um, i've reinstalled
0: windows three times since then and finally seem to have got shit working dude just get a mac Hopefully Mac's it's gonna, gonna be call t- people uh it's seven years old you know so seven years old with a hard go <laughs> Wait, is that a real line from a rap song yeah my friend dom d from back in the day was he a pedophile or what uh, no, nah, he was um a guy from New Zealand who came over and Okay. Who's the seven year old? Actually
1: helped him write some rhymes, he wasn't So you wrote the line about the seven year old? No, like he
0: he had done them in his head, I just had to help He did him the seven year old in his head. I, I remember it quite well, I could drop it but I don't want to bite his shit. But All right, yeah, yeah, it's um it was the dopest verse and yeah, I helped him write it down. <laughs>
1: Excellent. It's always good. You've ghostwritten for black Mac and stuff as well too, I believe. It was more because he couldn't couldn't write it down. Really? If you know what I'm saying, yeah. I don't know what you're saying.
0: Like he couldn't couldn't write <laughs> Oh really?
1: Well yeah. It kinda sucks. No, but that's understandable. If you come but his,
0: from his rhymes were so fucking dope, I was like, I'll write that fucking shit down.
1: If you come from New Zealand like as a recent immigrant, then yeah, you're gonna have to get second language English training or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, so we were away a bit because of that and just enjoying the the lovely Sydney sweltering summer, I think. It was a lovely December. I don't think we've even been back since uh since the election. But we've just been chilling out, working. Well, I've been doing a little bit of working. Dave's been doing a little bit of working out. <laughs> oh, Although I'm fucked
0: on the workout front now. Yeah. So that was most of it. Is that the um, the computer's been totally fucked? So we record actually recorded an episode the day before President
1: Elect got in. Did we call it? Did we call that he was going to win? Did you? I
0: think uh, I may have called it. I think you did. I was defeatist, and I and I even called the manner in which it would. Uh, would happen or whatever, but, you know, sometimes Alex Jones gets shit right, and if you, you know, like <laughs> I just banked on some shit that I heard, and um, it turned out to be what happened. It's sort of like how I banked on that shit about how um the leftists or the elites in America seem like they're fighting proxy wars with islamists or whatever and now it seems like it's pretty much on the record
1: oh yeah right supporting in syria and shit all these fucking jihadist movements and stuff like that it's basically do you want a president like trump who's going to be trying to be peaceful with countries like russia
0: i.e in cahoots with those sort of countries or it's the other ones like with um them trying to bring in Chinese globalism, basically. Totally. I had a good Christmas argument. <laughs> and using Islamist to fight proxy wars to sort of justify the cause. It's pretty crazy shit.
1: Yeah, you'd think they would have learnt that lesson a little bit, huh? But, mm. well, that's the thing. thats just that deep state in America. It's so big that you can't help but meddle. You've got to meddle. You've got to get your fingers in the dirt somewhere, you know? And I get the feeling that Trump will be dragged into some of these conflicts. But uh, on the Russian thing, I had a good Christmas argument with my... Usually it just seems like an update to the old business <laughs> model, like a point two or a point
0: three, but... With Trump, it seems like you're getting some fucking thing that's potentially malware, but at the same time, it could just overhaul everything and delete all the bad bits.
1: Totally. <laughs> Disruptive technology. It's <laughs> this I little think, worm yeah.
0: that goes in there and just fucks shit up, but it actually fucks shit up for good. Sort of like the guys in Hackers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ange- I think Angelina Jolie's
1: finest moment. I think Acid Burn was the nickname for the fucking Golden Shower show that he got. <laughs> um, but it was cool. I, I had a good troll on Christmas Day with my sort of, you know, liberal. Is it a- Acid Burn from Coke Piss? <laughs> I think so. Fuck.
0: Sorry, what happened um, on New Year's
1: Day? Uh, sorry, Christmas Day, my liberal sort of ABC watching boomer parents and shit, like, oh, just disapproving of Trump and stuff like that, obviously. And me just chucking shit in there and my dad trying to, you know, we argue about shit. And um, my girlfriend had like sort of. She was approaching it from a different way. Afterwards, she was like, "I feel like I made some good points, but like you and your dad were doing it." And I'm like, "Yeah, we're not actually discussing the issue. It's sort of like this little game of one-upmanship because yeah. I think I'm smarter <laughs> than him and shit." And he accused me of being a Holocaust denier out of nowhere for some reason at some point. And I was like, Psst. "The shittiest analogy, but oh, shit, it was getting strong, man by his dad and shit." <laughs> it was so good winding them up when they were talking about like russia hacking the election i'm like you guys sound like fucking mccarthyists like <laughs> you raised me to be like open-minded and you're sounding like this reds under the beds kind of guys in the 50s like come on guys but you know they just believe what they're what they're told by the box and shit yeah I, it's I, good parents I, they're good parents but you know.
0: i basically got conned the other day again when i was watching mainstream news and they sort of like portrayed that trump speech in a way that made him seem like he was saying oh yeah the russians are behind it and shit and then when mm. you watch it in fuller context he's sort of not saying that <laughs> absolutely i mean <laughs> but like i only saw the bit on mainstream news so i'm like fuck i was sort of shitty and then um i had to go check InfoWars wars again to just sort of see gotta what's go actually check actually
1: going on yeah gotta go check info wars i hear the fucking new york times to see what's actually going on with a bit of extreme shit just twisted in there Totally. I think even the we're new, all gonna die. <laughs> we're all gonna die. Start getting rations, but um, it's it's weird because Trump. I didn't see that speech or hear much of it, but I read the transcript of it, and I tell you what, you know, I have some admiration for the man, but it's fucking hard to read a transcript of him talking and try and work <laughs> out what he's saying. There's a lot of like split sentences and everything, a lot of things that are going to be great. They're going to be so great that are going to be the biggest ever. Um, but you know, yeah, I, the
0: starts chopped off
1: sentences. And yeah, something. the start. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, Russia, yeah.
1: Like, yeah, sentences with no subject that refers <laughs> yeah. back to them and stuff. But, uh, you know, whatever. This is fucking 2017. You heard the beginning. It was 2017. And you're a fucking white male. And, you know, the chips are down and the fucking guards are up. And. Wait, check your phone. It's the current year. It's the current year. That's why I'm going to. Wake the fuck up. That's why I'm going to make sure. That at least half my friends are female this year. Because it's twenty seventeen. So I'm gonna <laughs> ditch some. I'm gonna get some more ones because um twenty seventeen is the year. Well if you want a representative of the actual population you should probably have a few more friends, like a few more female friends. Yeah, but it's not like I got a hundred friends. You can only really have like about seven, so I gotta round it down. <laughs> Maybe four female friends and three male friends. What yeah, it keeps the
0: socket to sprocket ratio going pretty good.
1: Yeah, okay, it's always good to have an extra chick over instead of a guy, I guess, but yeah, sorry, I'm just thinking, got me thinking about Lego, but, um, (laughs) do you have a New Year's resolution?
0: Uh, yeah, to get fucking full use back in my left, arm. that's the other reason we've been off for a couple of weeks extra.
1: Yeah, we've been skating around the issue, you might say, but, uh, do you want to explain to our 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 loyal listeners what
0: happened? I was just having a bit of a skate on, I think, December 9th. Mm Mm-hmm with my friend ponjit and mm-hmm. uh we hit up like camarae skate plaza like at night time and we're doing like a few little little cool tricks here and there mm-hmm. and then um as is always the case you <coughs> tend to fuck up when you're just either fucking around trying little bullshit things you are just like yeah just cruising doing mm-hmm. nothing and we were cruising back through mossman and i was going along a footpath and like we we're sort of cranking it down the footpath and I was sort of acting like I was surfing the sidewalk and shit. You know? Sidewalk surfing, yeah. And then uh, I hit a crack in, or like I missed a different level bit of concrete. One of the pavers was fucking jutting out and I didn't didn't really see it and I was fucking macking and um, ended up sort of half rolling over and I thought it was sweet and I did this sort of half commando roll and <laughs> popped up and then nice. I looked at my left arm and my elbow was fucking dislocated, right? And How could like, you
1: see it? You could see it at a weird angle,
0: like i've got pretty good mobility in general not at the moment no <laughs> but, no so i could like look at the back of my arm and i looked at the back of my arm and my forearm like where the elbow meets and everything mm-hmm. was the forearm bones were higher than oh. the top bone and they were sort of sitting up on the back it wasn't like complete hyperextension like 90 degrees the wrong way or something but no. it just sort of popped it out of the joint yeah and um i was like oh that's well,
1: there's only one thing to do in that
0: circumstance isn't there so i was like oh what am i gonna do and i'm just like asked my friend to um hold my arm and mm-hmm. just started, like, trying to pull my arm back in. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I'm like, oh, I'll try and pull it back in. And then when I asked him to do it, it's just, like, because it's not his arm. It just yeah, went... Sure, twice. he can't then, feel it. Yeah, so I was just like, no, nah, don't do that. <laughs> and then just hold it for a second. then I tried to pull it as hard as I could for, the like, third time. Like, this first two times, I was being a bit gentle and then didn't go in. And mm. I'm like, oh, shit, I've got to do this. And then went for it the third time. And it sort of looked not as bad as it did but it still looked like it was sitting up a bit and i was like oh my god is it not going to go back in and i looked at my bicep and just thought to myself like if i flex my bicep i wonder what happens and oh. then i flexed my bicep yeah, uh-huh. and it just all like went back into place and it sort of made all this nice. weird crunching noise and and what do you call this process that you were doing Ponja reckons he could hear it as well he said like he heard some fucking noise some when, crack at least like it could have been tendons but it could have been the bone because I skated down the street, maybe, like, 30 to 50 metres. And we
1: got to a service station. This is after the street surgery, right?
0: After the street surgery, I got to a service station and... Fortunately, he recommended, like, oh, we should stop and you should get some ice. Because I was trying to, like, man up and... Smoke up, have a bit of fucking a mess. Yeah, that'll make you feel better. And um, ended up sort of just, like, going to this servo and he went in to get ice and... I'm outside sort of pacing back and forth holding my elbow looking like this raging junkie like sure. and this this get other the ice woman. bro get the ice there's like this woman getting fucking petrol and shit and like I'm like oh out the front and her car's right there so oh. she's sketching out so hard like oh. this dude holding his arm like walking around like a psychopath and the other guy like laughing it's a Classic, it, bro. like in there buying a bag of ice like <sighs> <sighs> and, and he called me an Uber we came back to my place I dumped my shit off and we walked up to, to the hospital near my near my place and uh, waited in an emergency for a bit and it turned out I fucking broke the radial head in my left arm. Oh, no good. And then later on, when I ended up seeing the surgeon getting a CT scan and shit, I'd cracked off a bit of my elbow
1: as well. So how does that come back? How does that heal exactly?
0: I don't know. I ended up going and getting surgery because apparently I'd smashed the radial head like over 25%, which is like enough to be like, oh, I could end up being this shitty joint after that and pop your elbow out and stuff so they put two titanium screws in it to like put it back together so you're like this wolverine guy now and i assume they um moved the elbow bit or the elbow bit was close enough that it's going to hopefully fuse back on i hope i don't have some floater or some shit did he comment on your street surgery did you tell him about that everyone seemed um like that was like i asked emergency said oh that's good kind of thing as if it was the right thing to do and i asked the orthopedic surgeon i was like yeah was putting it in the right thing to do and he said yeah but then another physiotherapist made of ours that at a uh M-bom's place the other mm-hmm. week was kind of saying oh it's so sketchy because you can fuck up your um radial nerve in your arm when you do it and everything sure but they they seem to to say it was good it's probably better
1: than me like trying to go to hospital with it out of place like ah. absolutely so you're out of an arm cast and back in the podcast right yeah, oh, excellent so that's, that's a fucking line of mind. Oh, the big line um aren't you a little bit old to be skateboarding though <laughs> uh you fucking fuck <laughs> no i'm i'm down with it yeah no, yeah there's uh, mm. i can't handle that shit michael jackson never grew up so why the fuck should i How are you? you know? <laughs> and he died a hero but no well i wish and i'm sure i i've received fucking over christmas just bad bagged- it happens
0: sometimes you know i've broken my right radial head mm skateboarding and i broke my left elbow falling out of a tree before yeah i broke
1: my left collarbone snowboarding. I mean, you snowboarding i've done my right arm falling off playground equipment my left wrist snowboarding my right arm skiing and so my right like, arm falling off a balcony on again L-R-V-R-N. as far as i'm concerned if you're not breaking bones you're doing something wrong you know you're not living <laughs> so um but yeah we wish you I, I actually got a lot of mail and like care packages and stuff over the christmas thing get well soon dough and yeah. the worst part is the dislocation because i
0: on the right radial head like my arm was a bit fucked and everything from having it a sling but the movement came back reasonably easily i don't remember it being like this and it's because i dislocated the joint i'm pretty sure and it's just like i've got like five to ten percent fucking movement in the bending way at the moment yeah. and i'm sure uh hopefully physio is going to get that better but it's fucking shitting me okay. so hard having this little gimp arm
1: totally that's weird because dislocating the joint is the name of my new delos old tribute album too.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah sorry we've been off but yeah doe has been fucking been pretty fucking sucky as well yeah doe has been just fucking studying i think really studying to get back in the podcast game studying some lord of the rings yeah i went on tour on the money that's right you were you were going on tour for sex tour <sighs> I thought he said you were being Trump's okay Trump's bodyguard is basically a 24-7 uh, sex tour right hmm. do you reckon he did that's how you defend do you reckon he did get hookers to piss on each other on the Obama's presidential bed suite in the Moscow hotel room really that was what the fucking allegation was and I was treated to in the afternoon a couple of days ago on the five o'clock ABC News bulletin hearing the phrase golden shower just uttered as if everyone knows what it was um, <laughs> which is pretty crazy like the like articulate sounding ABC lady like yeah, that they should included. have said yellow hanky yeah <laughs> fuck <laughs> trying to think of any I like to call it the banana hailstorm but fuck <laughs> um, we've I'm come kissing all- in the cold wind yeah, pissing the cold wind. But we've come a long way. I mean, it almost seems Bill Clinton's fucking little blowjob from a chubby young intern in the, the Oval Office seems kind of quaint and sort of charming really now, right? <laughs> and I think Woodrow Wilson or one of them had... I keep bringing it up, but Joan Rivers got killed for it, so I should probably shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, she got mad killed. And you know who else? I actually happened to watch a celebrity wife swap today with Melissa Rivers and Bristol Palin, Sarah Palin's daughter and i like joan rivers but i quite like bristol palin too she's sort of innocent and you know how they have to do the other person's shit on celebrity wife swap she has to go live with like melissa and joan rivers in like beverly hills and like gets their mad gay like head writer for the fashion police show and it's like oh look at doing anything here like patricia arquette like look at her dress here like Like there's some bristol palin's like oh, i just i just don't really see the reason in like criticizing the way people look <laughs> and she said it so straight that it was pretty endearing um and fucking Joan Rivers, out of nowhere, you know, after Bristol said something about her, she was like, you know, I could I could say to her that, you know, that child she has was illeg- illegitimate. Like, back in my day, she would have been known as the whore down the block. <laughs> um, so she had it coming in a way. I mean, I think she could be offensive in a way that not many others weren't. But um, I actually brought up that to my girlfriend while we were watching it about your theory that she was killed, right, because Joan Rivers knew that she was a transsexual male to female yeah yeah,
0: there was TMZ footage of like Joan Rivers getting out of a car Mm -hmm. and then they're like asking her and they're like oh something about like what would it be like or can you imagine if there was a gay president and she's like oh there's already we've already got one or whatever like no, no, no. and look at look at Michelle like blah blah and and said tranny I forget what the exact quote is but basically said yeah we've already got a gay president and he's banging a tranny in the White House basically (laughs) I'm paraphrasing but, uh, and yeah, when she went in for routine, yeah, right, whatever, she ended up getting on the spot throat surgery, yeah. and silenced, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like
1: that. That's how they do it these days. They used to do it in light plane crashes, but like they do it now in the surgery, like they did it with her, Kanye's mom, yeah, they killed Kanye's mom I've and shit, the one, day. Yeah. um, because he was too close to the truth and shit.
0: Oh, speaking of, um, Kanye. Mm-hmm. I know it's probably just uh, that we're all part of the same consciousness and steal each other's ideas even when we don't know them and shit. But mm-hmm. um, Joe Rogan ended up doing my fucking Kanye is going to end up being a tranny bit from our podcast. I can't remember what date it is, but we can go back and put a fucking stamp on that shit. And he used it on his latest special as his closer in this like sort of five to ten minute bit. like no, I'm right, <laughs> demons talking to Kanye like in like as the Kardashians like doing all this crazy shit but it was basically like an extendo version of my bit off the podcast
1: yeah, it's tough with comedy because but, I, yeah,
0: it's just a hacky thing that he ended up using as a closer. So well, I guess yeah. that's just like,
1: oh damn, Reagan. It still feels a bit better. a bit violated. I, I don't think he probably stole it from us. He's got interns. <laughs> he's got interns to steal that shit from us. <laughs>
0: Working around the clock, listening to the condensation.
1: Yeah, Joe rog- Rogan's too busy fucking getting swollen, that smoking damn tea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, those, there's sort of some jokes I suppose, and I've thought about this because I've thought of shit that then has come up on some popular culture sort of thing and uh, yeah it's just yeah i don't know it is. sort of makes me feel ashamed because it just makes me feel like i'm just getting my generic consciousness and sense of humor from these kind of shows <laughs> and it's one feedback loop but then i sort of just calm down have a cigarette and remind myself that i am sort of more funny and insightful than that yeah <laughs> and that's why we're on the cones and dough show because um we, we try and if you haven't listened to hi by the way i'm cones, i'm cones and this is dough what would you say our show is about uh, the existential crisis, I think. The existential
0: crisis, right? And how to avoid the pitfalls of it, and embrace your own happiness, and just be a complete fuck, and um, <laughs> you know, have it not
1: even sort of apparent to yourself, living in la la land, or right? anyone else. Yeah, so it's about. Oh jeez, this is. I mean, this is the issue. This is the existential crisis, right? Yeah, it's trying to understand the infinite. It's like having pure
0: charisma it's like you can't really explain that shit you just fuck
1: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you just fuck exactly um I mean what what do you do because I agree with you that it's like you have to work out yourself and the infinite but I sort of and it's just, a way for us to put our shitty songs on the
0: on the live radio
1: oh, on the live radio we get it on there and shit but uh internet radio of things well that's the, the internet radio thing. fuck people listen to this on their fridges and shit I think <laughs> um <laughs> I think the problem is that, you know, we can use the idea of the infinite or the universal or society and then meld that with sort of the individual and personal self-discovery and it all becomes an elaborate exercise in self-deception. I'm not having a go at you for this. I'm also doing it for myself. And this is a result of the kind of breakdown of communal and familial bonds in society, right? So we don't really have a space between the individual and the infinite. And therefore, the individual is the infinite, and we all become atomized kind of units of simply economic production and ennui. And, you know.
0: It's a kind of about. It's like we're doing all this shit to escape our own sort of experience, and then flying solo and having to think about your own shit so much as can happen when you're just like, oh, I was sitting on a bed punching and shit. Hmm. And so you leads you to this fucking end game that you never thought you'd get to because you were just chilling of embracing your own experience because it's like, well, fuck. Mm. It's like embracing the nothingness still leads you to the fucking light. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, life's what happens when you're making other plans, as John Lennon said. (laughs) But then he fucking died. He wore those rose-coloured glasses and you know what happened to him. Heaps of people just fucking top themselves, so don't do that shit as well, though. Speak to someone like, you know. I think that not so much it's going to be there is rates of suicide but you see it as well in america especially with a um you know well, fucking heroin opioids fentanyl that new shit they've got yeah. and meth here and um it really is a, a crisis a crisis of faith and losing direction and everything i think so our society i mean our, our Anglo-Sphere society i've been reading a bit about empire recently and you know we went out from those small cramped aisle, aisles and sort of you know not subjugated but made our presence known throughout throughout the world and you know what goes up must comes down and that started peaking and the world wars and everything just ruined our people's faith and everything god being dead and stuff so all that's really left to do is fucking kill yourself slowly with drugs and sort of cyber prison entertainment right well it seems like the way that it's going but so this show is a manual on how to do that basically apparently it is
0: 2017 mm. according to um, some fucking white male somewhere some fucking white male but You're a I fucking think liar. uh to rehash some more old shit, they should be legalizing this fucking weed soon <laughs> know, in, Ameri- in Australia, Australia as well as America. And um then instead of fucking, because there's like an ice epidemic going around. Basically, huh. these like as my friend says, these kids are fucking smoking this ice and shit like it's weed. And just think, like, they don't even get high off it and shit. They think it's normal. And then the problems only occur when they can't get it, right? Mm. So it's like this fucked up shit because it's like you're not even having... It's like when you punch too much and you have to change weed or change bongs or of mm. kind of thing. But it's on this extreme level. And then if you don't get it, you become a fucking maniac. Um, so I think with the legalized weed thing, people can then find something like like I did. Mm. Like sitting on your bed, like completely alone, like, oh, like so existentially fucked but then you just sit there punching cones for so long that you have to think about your fucking shit and you end up figuring it out even though you don't think you're smart enough to figure it out like the act of thinking about it makes you fucking smarter until you figure it out
1: yeah yeah, so, yeah.
0: legalize that shit so more people can find that shit that i found i can't argue rather with that. than sitting there tripping on the wall because you're slowly getting this psychosis cause um yeah weed has got that cbd that God, in it yeah. as well so it it has the anti-psychosis shit with the psychotic kind of shit so it sort of levels
1: itself out i'm not going to play devil's advocate about it as well i mean it's weird because i like arguing with though about like you know taking the the idea that weed is bad and the availability is bad um but don't really acknowledge that tremendous amounts of marijuana that i've smoked for a long long time and yeah it works i guess but um but, and with the harder things it's quite it is a problem and I had a little bit of an issue and a worry with it last year I
0: that's, actually that's like a I, I find that cannabis is more of the catalyst to trying to figure out your problems on a personal and reasonably shallow level it can make you a bit introverted though that's the it problem can, it too. can and then if you want to break through to a next stage after oh. you feel like you're getting on top of your so called problems sure. then you should probably dabble in some hallucinogens some, some hallucinogens but also and then try and figure out
1: what god in parentheses yeah. is to you well, I had a bit of an exploratory thing last year, and I see what you mean because I actually, I actually tried some some ice, and it does get you talking a lot and extroverted. But um, it was just it was a really crazy night, and I had, I had unprotected homosexual intercourse with someone I, I met at a party. Right? Um, I was I was the bottom. Um, which time a, is this? Which time it was probably it was probably about four a.m. in the morning, I think. Um, so I I did that and. Yeah, it, I, luckily I didn't have HIV, I checked that but I I did get gonorrhea and it's treatable and it's alright these days but it meant that I had to go and you know, in that time that had passed since I got to talk to you know, the doctor makes you go talk to people who you've had sexual contact with and you know, it was really awkward giving that speech to that Boy Scout troop. And how much was a round the world ticket to like you know, do your apology tour? No, I mean I, in my apology tour... No, that's cyber. I don't think. I might. say you didn't have to do it in person. Then. Okay. No, to the Boy Scouts, I did. But to the international people, I just did it over. Um the computer and i think that i've got norton so i think the virus protection is pretty good on there so i don't think i have to say them uh, particularly but i meant this in a broader point that if i'd just been smoking weed um i, I probably wouldn't have met darren and stuff and you know it might have you know i'm not saying it was a bad experience it was quite rewarding in one way
0: and to our friendly um ice users listeners hmm. i'm not trying to shit on you i was just saying legalize weed i wasn't saying ban your ass hmm. i'm just saying you're a bit fucked up sometimes yeah. There's probably some high functioners out there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gay. Driving ga- some forklifts. And- I'm not gay.
1: I'm not gay. Just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. Yeah. So use ice responsibly. Use a condom. Um,
0: oh, cool. So was that like?
1: It was unpredictable. Did ice unlock
0: that for you? It, it
1: unlocked that sort of uh, that feeling of sort of um, pure the, inhibition. Yeah, it's sort of a pure negation that it is the core at the heart of the homosexual identity. And I can say that as a gay for a night, you know.
0: I think uh, MDMA does that to me, but like ten percent sort of thing. Oh, I sounds like it's blowing you out like one hundred and fifty.
1: <laughs> Darren blew me out one hundred and fifty. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it taught me it taught me a good deal about tolerance. I think. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, so marijuana might be easier if you're doing that, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say MDMA probably first before ice if you want to lower your inhibitions. But this is all just sideshows to the kind of great existential question, right? And we still haven't got to the bottom of that. You know, there's a lot of... And I saw a pretty crazy um, uh, internet comment today, actually, talking about this and talking about this sort of, uh, well, existential crisis. And I don't necessarily totally agree with this guy who made this comment, but I'll see what I can say because... (laughs) You know, and this goes to the heart of the problems with identity and subgroups and everything like this. So, here's what this guy said American hardcore was basically a gut reaction to the degeneracy of early punk. Ultimately, it too developed degenerate strains. Extreme music's mediocre nihilism has served the purpose of channeling the energy and anger of white male Gen X and millennials into splintered, marginal, status signaling lifestyles. <clears throat> There's probably a bit of truth to that. Yeah, some good Charlotte. Uh, yeah, some good Charlotte. Even these fucking... Yeah, these scene sort of vegan things and stuff. You know, I guess when you're a teenager, it seems sort of important, that sort of stuff to you, I guess. Yeah, not me true. per se, but it's sort of, you know...
0: I, I think- still really like some some <clears throat> old skate punk that I listen to. Oh, I, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's been weird in the last, say... Probably not quite five, but in the last few years, like, getting to... Like, I don't want to sound like a cock, like, uh, but getting to sort of levels where you've been looking up to these people for so long, mm. and then I've broadened my spectrum of the shit that I'm trying to be interested in to such a degree, yeah, where a lot of these guys that are pure band guys or songwriters focus it down until they get really good at this thing, and yeah, it's it's weird, and then I've started to see some of these front men who i saw as like sort of idols maybe not quite yeah I, I know what you know mean. What I mean yeah, yeah absolutely idolized them i then, respect them more you, than other people yeah I when now I was you that, see yeah. now you get to see it from like it's almost like this older perspective where you're like oh god damn like I, I do subscribe to this um in this teenage like yeah i'm going fucking nuts sort of way yeah but uh the shit that they're saying is kind of like like dumb like, I don't not dumb, but you know what I mean, like, like fat Mike seems like he is legit, kind of crazy,
1: yeah, he's crazy, yeah, 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 Where, he's like dating for a porn a long star, time
0: I was just like, oh he's this smart songwriter, you know what I mean, but like yeah, he seems like, he, like
1: well, artists know. are troubled people, right yeah, he has a lot of troubles, and yeah, exactly.
0: But who, what, just a few yeah. of those instances where it's like it's all, it's like the whole dethroning your gods. Thing, yeah, but yeah.
1: who are you meant to look up to? I mean, it would have. I mean, you know, ultimately, again, we know where it the, comes back to that that the thing like the fucking crisis it's jerky shit. But it's yeah. like you you have
0: to look up to yourself at the end of the fucking day.
1: And it was a fallacy of the kind of boomer like my dad that rock and roll could save the world. It was like yeah yeah we get it. You were born after World War Two. Sorry, that was me. I was on the kick shit over there king shit over but um (laughs) yeah I guess I don't know there's this lasting cultural legacy I suppose from the boomers and shit because my dad still listens to the same shit he listened to when he was 14 like the who that caught his ear and stuff and uh you know maybe I kind of came under this apprehension that you know rock and roll and that popular alternative culture is sort of something that can save the world but that's just degenerated into absolute nonsense now so
0: Uh, I want to play advocate on you as well it's sort of like I want to believe that, like, because there's other artists that I find their sort of morality and shit tends to shine through a lot harder, like, uh, Rodrigo from Satanic Surfers and stuff just seems to, as he's progressed through the years, he's always been really quite positive and shit, even though I think he, um, probably is singing about some weird shit, it's just like, and in that sense, it feels like even though a song can't change the world, if it can change one person's opinion, that is kind of changing the world, you know. So
1: yeah, like the Beatles song that influenced uh, Charles Manson to slaughter all those but people.
0: Like you said, like it's like the rock star is not going to change
1: the world as the rock star. It's more the individual being influenced by. Yeah, no, absolutely. The rock stars don't change the world, but I, I guess what I mean is that when I was growing up you know there was a bit of overlap with my dad but you know popular culture or alternative culture it's sort of this weird titanic thing that stands above you especially when your society already has abandoned God and you don't have that you don't have to go to church and shit like that so it's sort of this overall superstructure like you know instead of Saint Assisi you have Saint Kurt and, uh, and we've witnessed the industry crumble as well,
0: so it's sort of yeah. like you can take that stance did a you lot see easier that, now it, than when it was like these megalith fucking Sony
1: and all well, that. Did you see like, that MTV video? You get signed and all this shit. You saw that MTV video with them telling white men to be better in 2017? Yeah, that was fucked. Yeah, and that's like alternative culture. And I'm like, fuck that, fuck that, you know.
0: If you did that <clears throat> as white people mm. about any other race of people, it's mm. just like, oh my god, that's the most bigoted shit ever. Hmm. Yeah, obviously. So I guess the. But like those conversations are kind of redundant now. How so? Because we, we've passed that fucking New Year's you know it's 2017
1: it's 2017 right so this is this is the year Sorry, of, i'm so hacky today <laughs> yeah no that's all right i mean we're, we're a bit out of practice i mean if anyone to people listening i don't know what the fuck you're getting out of this show but i hope you're enjoying it um it's really just a introduction for 2017 because yeah, you know, i'm
0: still coming off opiates basically yeah
1: you hit that shit off and fuck but um i mean 2016 was a bit of a barnstormer, and i get the feeling that 2017 is just going to do that but I don't know. It makes me worried. In, in some ways, I have some sympathy for this kind of, you know, pushback or the alt-right or whatever pushback against sort of the whole mainstream ethos of fucking whatever, diversity and intersectionality and the rest, right? Because it's reached the in point... In the name of like shitting on indiv- well, it, individuality. It's anyway. reached the point that if you're going to go along with that as a white dude, then you have to have no self-respect at it's all. It's like right?
0: collectivist mentality. It's fucking crazy. Hmm. And people don't work like that. It's like no. It's like talking about people as systems and all this kind of shit it's just retarded yeah I, it's yeah. the whole racism thing all over again it's like you know but it's funny with them is it jokes or like you know how do you act in your life and all that kind of shit
1: with all this kind of you know stuff being directed at like you know white hegemony and white colonialism and white male the, the effect it's had is sort of gone to my head and you know <laughs> And I'm saying that, I know this is sort of sketchy territory, but I'm sort of... While we're being honest... I it, went
0: through a phase of this self, self-loathing kind If it's of
1: shit, 150 man. years after slavery, and we're still oppressing fucking all the minorities, then <laughs> obviously we have some sort of technical capability. Okay,
0: good. You've broken through the phase as well. Oh,
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bigot. Um, but, you know... Like, yeah... Kipling wrote about it 100 years ago, so... Conspiracies did
0: that to me. Mm. It was like, oh, man. <laughs> like, I started... Disliking the fact that I'd been honey dicked by the media into hating Arabs. Mm. And for a while, I just like, I was like, that's shitty. I can't believe that mm. that happened. And I just like am going around being either afraid or judgmental mm. based on this shit that is like, oh, it's all twisted around to it's run all around the world. But at the um. same time, we've sort of come full circle on that shit with all the um, confirmations of people blowing shit up whether it's on behalf of someone or not Hmm. that shit is happening so you just got to deal with it
1: i think for the thing for me in a bit of a slow burn was that amongst that sort of leftist progressive ideology it was that you know muslim people and women are both sort of oppressed groups or whatever and their enemy is both the white male kind of thing and after a while that just doesn't make any sense because liberated women and fucking devout muslims like the most antagonistic fucking demographics you can get with each other and if anything there's only one fucking group of people stopping them from going at each other. <laughs> the fucking
0: white male!
1: Well, the Jews that control the media at the moment. <laughs> soon it'll be that. <laughs> Sorry, no no disrespect to the Jews.
0: No, fuck. The very Hate facts
1: is facts. I just want to love everybody, Hate you know? Hate
0: facts are still facts. I
1: just want to... I just want to love everybody. Yeah, that was more of a love fact. I just want to be respectful of everybody. And... Just, You know, come to each each other on a respectful, mutual level, kind of identifying each other's talents and weaknesses and, you know, really sorting it out, getting off the internet, firing (laughs) everyone at the journalist places and, you know, starting over maybe. It is making a shift
0: um, in that direction, but it's almost like they're trying to push to make things like YouTube and that more like TV. Oh, totally. It's like the TV's like having this last sort of death row to try and take over the internet a little bit. Uh,
1: yeah, it's a bit crazy.
0: Like, I think all the YouTube ads and people having actual channels on the internet that run like a channel. Hmm.
1: I mean, fail. Oh, vi- there's
0: shows that are on you don't get to choose, sort of thing.
1: Like funniest home videos. What chance does that stand stand against like a fail compilation? You watch like <laughs> twenty two minutes including ads to do this. I mean, yeah, the TV, the TV, the TV is fucked. Cocker vision is fucked, you know. But um. People have lost their will to create something
0: new because computers are going to create it for us.
1: Well, I heard some pretty cutting-edge theory about, okay, that movement, let me get this straight, movement of millennials over to the internet as a source of fucking information from TV, right? So they don't have that same thing, but it's not the same sort of, you know, just a few sources, but you know there's all these reaction videos all these like little fucking snarkly edited let's plays and yeah and yeah exactly that was mentioned up as well is that collectively they are forming the new consensus in how society they're the new rules and decorum that used to be provided by 60 minutes and the new york times or whatever this collective of all these snarky fucking dipshit millennials or whatever making these things and trying to get likes from other people it all becomes its own sort of form of moral engagement and instruction and along with it it will destroy regional accents around the world and make fucking all millennials just sound the same hey guys just updating my blog again sorry i didn't get to do it last week because there's so many things to talk about like that sort of thing and everyone's going to speak like that or you end up like me on this show and you just devolve into the insanity of
0: a million characters or infinite characters, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's your undiagnosed
1: schizophrenia, though, right?
0: Oh, it's the underlying schizophrenia of being a conscious human,
1: yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, totally. We just get to whittle it down with our brain fucking focuser that yeah. tells us, no, no, you're not insane. You're yeah. like this fucking
1: person. Yeah, it's hard to tell how insane you are sometimes as well, too. <laughs> Even though
0: you're sort of just watching everything you do? Hmm. You're not really doing
1: it, you're just watching it? What are you meant to gauge your own sanity against these days, really, you know? When everyone in the media and everything is, is insane, the musical kind of output and cultural output is just garbage. What do you compare yourself against? You're right, you really have to do sort of some deep spiritual soul-searching inside you.
0: Yeah, because we, like, as a as a youth culture at the moment, we celebrate it's like it's like Nietzsche extreme youth pop you know yeah like, right like ah oh, we don't give a fuck <laughs> we're just gonna like the actual like the MTV shit like, sure. even though it's not on MTV anymore it's all like Vivo videos on YouTube yeah shit yeah and shit. yeah right? but like it's all nihilistic kind of just party till you fucking die kind of yeah, shit yeah absolutely or it's Taylor Swift trying to win the opposite yeah I- actually she's mostly so, sort of doing this like killing the killing the relationships
1: shit as well killing it how
0: I don't know just always singing about breakup shit and like how yeah, that's not guys shitty and stuff that's
1: not killing it isn't she just like accruing emotional damage for later in life yeah i guess she, yeah, maybe she, not maybe not maybe she'll get away with it she'll be one of these femme fatiles that can get away with it and just she's pop. well
0: flagpaling the end of the um, yeah the monogamous relationship. those
1: few chicks that can fuck they can fuck their way to heaven through life sort of you know um i think madonna might be wanting to um it's
0: about to be the rapture
1: yeah yeah but, yeah, I mean, you listen to some old songs. I, like I don't like the music of the 50s. I heard some recently, The drive because it's old-timey and they play, like, 50s songs. So it's like, a Peggy Sue, gotta get you home. And it's, it's sort of, like, juvenile and facile. But um, at, at the moment, it really is just, like, a nihilistic sort of thing of sex and drugs. I really noticed it with that song where it's like, I gotta stay high all the time to get you off my mind, and the chick's like saying, oh, like I just numb myself with drugs and go to sex clubs and shit like that, and <laughs> eat food in the bathtub because of the emotional pain that I I can't get get from you. And these are the kind of messages being taught to everyone, you know, through that iPad, through to three-year-old girl through that iPads. I hate to sound like a fucking. Psycho. It's
0: pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool though as well. Like I can't say that I don't write some pretty fucked up lyrics as well. So. I'd be hypocritical to say that I don't, but it's weird that, like we were saying, the zeitgeist of it all, or, you know, the majority of it seems to be in that vein, or at least subtly in that vein, you know? Hmm. And how... Spirituality's fucking boring unless you're ready to, like, try and delve into your own brain because of some weird shit that's either happening to you or happened to you.
1: I think you either need to get it as a kid, get the religion. I know people get... They found Jesus and all the stuff. And I can buy that. I can buy that. I can buy that. Especially people that are fucking, you but know... But it's
0: like you're not ready for the reality of trying to think about consciousness and all that kind of shit from a non-religious, like non-Christian or like some specific religion standpoint. Like... Well, organized. Re- needs to be this new generic religion shit where it's not really like branded, but it's like... <laughs> Look, this is the way everyone thinks because this is how everyone
1: has to experience (laughs) shit. you sound so totalitarian this is the way everyone thinks because everyone has to experience it (laughs) you know what I mean it's more of a shared thing I know what you mean but who's and a love for everyone okay let's call it let's call it it ends up just sounding insane no well let's call it love consciousness I think the problem is that organized religion is spirituality plus uh, a moral coding designed to shape society an ancient one going back from a long way that's why
0: all those fucking prophets in all those religions as well are saying don't listen to me it's like this higher thing and shit
1: so the problem I agree and then we end up idolizing them and get it wrong I agree with you (laughs) an an open-minded amalgamation of like all these things is good but who's going to fight and die for that who's going to build a cathedral to that
0: that's what i mean like it needs a trigger who's going to write requiems
1: who's going to write requiems it's
0: boring unless you're depressed Mm. or unless you're bored (laughs) like bored with life enough to just be like what the fuck
1: totally yeah which it leaves you in a pretty stark position at the moment of having hence
0: why i fucking encourage people to do drugs all the time Hmm. Well, otherwise... Weed's not
1: really a drug. I'm still programmed, so... When your political choices, apart from that, because we don't have religion, so you can subscribe to ideology of, like, insane nonsense, progressive kind of intersectionality or sign of incipient white nationalism, really, it's not much of a choice. You just have to, to quote the great Doe, retreat into your own head and live in La La Land, you know? (laughs) But with a couple of mates... A bit. You need to. You need to be able to keep a touch on the world, keep contact in the world. I think somehow. So, if you know anybody out there, listeners, who is sort of really isolated, go fucking smoke a bowl with them. I reckon. Fully, and
0: get balls deep in conspiracy videos. Because <laughs> you'll you'll believe. Um. You'll, like, at the start, you'll be like, "This is fucked." For a while, in the middle, if you've really been going deep and just smoking or whatever the whole time, um. you'll start to believe this shit. And then by the end, you'll be trying to figure out what's the meaning behind all of these videos? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. How come people are trying to, let like, program us with these sort of religious things? Yeah.
1: I guess a secret clock is right 12.5 times a day or whatever.
0: I think the point that I actually because it's a conned. And sorry,
1: and now quickly just Alex Jones. Alex Jones's fucking TV show looks like CNN because they bought proper desks yeah, it's and great. have like a thing in the background. So I mean if the news, you know, that's one thing for 2017, the news is fake news, right? Fake news is the news. Yeah. yeah Alex Jones looks like CNN, right? Bloggers <laughs> can write the same thing as fucking Pulitzer prize winners. It doesn't matter. <sighs> Doesn't fucking matter. Sorry, go on. Uh, Oh, yeah, getting, um... It's It's just
0: a a weird route that you find yourself coming to those sort of places because, like, uh, you want to... You can't give it to anyone. Like, I've tried before, but you come to realize that it's not one thing that's triggering you into trying to go down a path for yourself. It's, Mm. like, it's the culmination of everything. Like at one point I thought it was Patrice O'Neill, but it's just like there's so many things in a row that just compound on each other until you're just like, what the fuck? I'm just going to have to re-examine this. Because I remember the point where my mind actually blew Mm. was when I was watching a guy decoding hidden meanings in the Matrix. And at this point, it doesn't matter to me whether or not the guy decoded it in the correct way like that the director or the writer would have had in mind it's just the fact that he did it in this way allowed me to sort of understand for myself how the beauty of that story is that they're in a control system and like how it's like he's in this control system he breaks out of it and realizes oh shit i was part of this thing and the way that humans resonate with that story is like that you can't escape it ever because your brain is running your body kind of thing and it's like of course you're going to resonate to this like oh I can't control my life shit because you can't even control what's going on with your body
1: yeah no, with my body I know
0: and then I was just like oh fuck so like a lot of the intricate points in this guy's sort of decoding matrix shit did hit home with me <laughs> decoding matrix this, shit yeah in this <laughs> Meaning? in this vague way because he was decoding the whole matrix series like mm-hmm. in all these ways like oh this is female and this is male just in this okay. weird way and sure then, yeah yeah okay the intricate the intricate parts of it sort of made sense to a point and I understood it after watching it for a while, but then it applied in that broader vague way and it sort of made my head explode. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, obviously we're going to identify with this story strongly because like, there's no escape from that theme in your life.
1: <laughs> no, well there's only like five stories. Right. And you made the profound point to me that I quite like, which I'd never actually thought about really is that, you know, stories, which is how we consume a lot of stuff, they have a beginning, middle, and an end. And I know this is obvious. That's how stories are constructed. And I'd always just thought it never given much thought, but it is, like you said, the birth, life, and death. Of every human, right? That's what they got in common. Totally. That's what the story is. That is how the story is defined. That's why it doesn't go on forever. It's That's... the
0: only thing anyone can ever yeah. express. That's why the It's alt- like a star yeah. turning on and dying. And, you know, yeah. Like, everything is just expressed. The Greek,
1: tra- the Greek tragedy, the rise and fall. You know, Absolutely. it's a classic thing. The whatever,
0: universe right? ripping apart or coming back together. Like yeah. everything is just like it's everything the same... is that burst of a thought of the big ba- Big Bang. Coming Absolutely. Into existence and fading away.
1: And there's sort of a, a no. I, I see your point about the sort of universal consciousness because there is something. Sort sort of real about that whereas as someone who's already, always been interested in like you know debate and politics one thing that you mentioned about your mind flipping as you get older you realize that whether it be christianity or islam or marxism or or conspiracy theories that people come up with or new agey shit it is a attempt to impose some sort of narrative and order and structure upon the chaotic universe that yeah. we live in, which is now getting more chaotic in terms of, like, human interaction. So it requires, you know, Marxism arose as a result of, like, industrialization. So that became a whole new thing. And, you know, then fucking Bush knocked down the towers and we had to, they, they had to come up with shit for that. And um multiculturalism... Tell
0: the truth, nigga.
1: Yeah, and this incoherent ideology of progressivism is arising as a result of the contradictions, glaring contradictions in our way of life now. So, yeah, the idea of the cold, hard universe just existing out there absent of all this bullshit and just doing its thing. Uh, uh, yeah, there's some solace to that. And it makes everything
0: natural that happens within the universe then. Does the
1: universe it? die in the end? Is it infinite or not?
0: Even if, it, I sort of even it, if finishes. it snaps out, there's all these other black holes and stuff, so we'd be within something greater hmm. and there'd be more shit going on. Yeah, it's just like a dream that you keep waking up from. Hmm. That's why row, row, row your boat is basically the most profound shit in the world. Eh? You
1: have definitely pushed this theory on me before about the row, row, row your boat. I think it's a Masonic fairy, fairy tale poem or some shit. <laughs> row, row, row your boat merrily down the stream? Is that a sarcastic no, merrily? gently down Oh, the gently down, down, the down the stream, right? Don't, merri-
0: don't go too fucking
1: up. <laughs> row it merrily. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Yeah, that shit's pretty sinister really in a way, huh?
0: It's kind of the meaning of life. It's basically forty-two.
1: I don't know. Forty-two, totally. Yeah,
0: row 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 boat equals forty-two. I think it's in my book somewhere.
1: Yeah, this is why I guess Islam is appealing because Allah is everything, and there's nothing outside Him. I'm saying this seriously. I'm not even doing a troll. But the old, yeah, the Old Testament na- is. Not, na- yeah, but even Islam compared to Christianity now, which has you know its little Jesus cuck figure kind of thing going around, so fucking saving the world.
0: Old Testament Islam mm. does is is a testament mm. to. Uh, to insanity fucking conscious god I, I think part of what i've been then le- the newest scriptures or whatever get well, part all of what crazy i've been
1: led to is why it's So insane is the idea that you know allah created the world perfect whole there's less of the kind of free will judgment shit that there is in christianity god so, is crazy that's why so, your yeah. life is crazy. so therefore but everything that happens is entirely god's will and like legitimate and you just got to sort of deal with that i guess it becomes pretty easy to justify shit in the name of god doing that That's
0: why you got to do it merrily but it seems like and bullshit gently.
1: I know I go on about, like, how Islam... Like, jokingly, Islam would be better than kind of Christianity, but it's seems like nonsense. Yeah, that's Fuck why Row you know.
0: Row Row Your Boat is better than yeah. the Quran.
1: Smoke a bowl. <laughs> it is. Fuck.
0: Like, are you going like, to... Oh, I guess in a movie I could see it happening I'd with like a to suicide see you, vest on. I'd like shit. to see
1: you write an essay about that for the London review of books. And Someone get it like the
0: walking bush. down the um, street with suicide bomb on, about to blow it and shit with row, row 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 Your Boat on. It'd be this cool John Woo kind of shit, but someone made a comment I did not see that happening as much as all the crazy I don't know
1: someone made a comment on an internet site the other day saying that about less than a year ago some ISIS fighters started strapping GoPros to their heads right and going into battle and putting it up online and you can see the footage and it's pretty crazy and stuff and this guy was like it can't be that long until somebody chucks two of them on there and makes it into a 3D Oculus Rift thing imagine just getting this 3D crazy like brain box thing from two fucking you know GoPros of just slaughtering all these infidels and stuff
0: and it's hectic because, to them, they just feel the same as, like, some elite marine unit that think they're in the right and just mm, have they're fighting fight for justice. their
1: brothers and shit as well. Mm. Well, they're fighting against the great Satan, they're fighting for the caliphate, they're fighting for the glory of Allah. And they're, some... they're just
0: weird-looking.
1: And, and also rape. Uh, they get sex slaves and fucking can rape them because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's like the Nazis. They're all on drugs and they're all fucking rapists. So all this bullshit fucking catholic church whoever it is there's fucking like drug abusing fucking pizza touching going yeah, on pizza yeah pizza touching it's like that is even more so that's what economists miss is that underneath the economy it's not even a shadow economy it's like a super economy that is based around access to kind of child blood and child sexual fulfillment
0: totally have you fucking you've heard about that shit now as well oh I guess so I saw oh, thought... the queen gets fucking blood transfusions we've talked about the queen's blood transfusions from, from
1: children mm
0: so keith richards legit gets blood transfusions right like mm. full
1: body blood transfusions where did you hear that where did you hear the queen gets blood from children? no but keith richards does legit right?
0: yeah he would yeah sir keith richards so mm. he's probably hooked up with some queen doctor kind of shit right and um they empty his blood out and they don't say with kids or whatever but that's like this legit fact so it's mm. not that much more of a stretch to say the queen would be getting it done with kitty blood yeah, so you're trying to youth you up and shit with all these aborted babies and stuff.
1: That's what the elite sort of do, and it's all around the world. And what I, my understanding of that—it's
0: black fucking magic well, as well. though. it's fucking weird. My understanding—I like re- stem cells, I kind of want to just jam in my elbow right now. But then, are you going to be like cursed to hell or some shit?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I read this thing, and I think it was from something respectable. It was like the Washington Post or something. But it was saying that there's those elites, like kings and prime ministers, once they get that that blood from the kids. Um, They have an annual conference. I think it's at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, this really prestigious health thing. And they all go there incognito and basically prick on the end of their their fingers. And they've got like a little AIDS sample there and they mix it with the AIDS. And in doing that, that is sort of a transference to the god of Moloch. Because they need people above them. They have people... You know, the queen has superiors, you know. Everyone has superiors. So at, at the top is is moloch basically he's just pulling all your strings and fucking if you're not getting the kitty blood you know you're either fucking honored or you're not
0: it's kind of hectic it's like it's weird it's like on one hand you want to be like oh stem cells it's fucking brilliant it's this great Mm -hmm. thing and stuff and then on the other hand you can view it like some hardcore right-wing christian and be like oh my god they're trying to fix problems with like kitty parts and all this shit and like it is basically like this demonic black magic if you were doing it in the 1600s, it's like oh i just have to kill a few children to fucking keep this kind
1: of life. well i'm getting more sympathy with those crazy christians because i read an article recently about a artist who does subversive art and such right yeah i've read about him. and he did know this guy okay. oh, a different person he quite earnestly was talking about it and his name was like uh levenstein something or blah blah, blah <laughs> like this and you know he liked talking about pushing the boundaries in art which is you know acceptable and today's degenerate society that's about it but he was really excited and talking earnestly about the ideas of making artistic genetic mutations in new generations of children like he's like what if you could splice a zebra into like a child or have them three ears and stuff right this is serious what he was saying he was viewing it as an art project and everything so that is where the stem cell genetic modification comes from is it's gonna it's intended it comes from
0: people that wanted
1: to make um
0: it's like that i sent that up yeah we've mentioned that on the podcast as well where that dude was trying to tweak genetics in chickens to give them reptilian looking legs yeah this guy wants to do to it with fucking humans legs. as an art There's project that's the guy you brought up on the podcast that's trying to do yeah, the head transplant that's still going around like yeah but
1: an art project he's i know i'm sure he's doing what's that called
0: it again it's got this hectic name where you combine a human with an animal oh i guess animal
1: humor that's a, no,
0: it's some classic fucking sounding thing it's so fucked up
1: mean, i reckon uh, it's not a proto-morph but it's like uh, Anthrophonic hybridus. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Um, a chimera. A chimera. Oh, yeah. Fun. So they're
0: still trying to make chimeras, but it's in such a crazy scientific way now. Like back in the day, they're like, oh my god, they're going to make a fucking You're going to summon it, Beast right? Man and all this stuff. But they really are doing it now. But we just call it these nice names. It's like the stem cell thing. It's like that is black magic with baby fucking cells.
1: But yeah. we just call it this nice scientific shit. And obviously, I guess the end game is as well as that guy. No wonder Obama's hair's turned grey so far. Oh, shit. Yeah, wow,
0: we're doing black magic and just fucking evaporating uh, He's just trying
1: to garner sympathy. He could fucking pick up some hair he dye in the supermarket. Gray, yeah. yeah. What a fucking pussy. <laughs> what a fucking pussy. Um, but, you know, I guess.
0: I figured it out. It's all just grey hair dye.
1: <laughs> I mean, ultimately. Get me
0: Woody Harrison on a phone. <laughs>
1: Ultimately, what's going to come from that is like a stratified genetic society based on genetic ability and shit, with like art freak projects down the bottom, and like, you know, Uber, Uber yeah, Uber men, we're all up, fucked, Uber up the top.
0: But I think humanity shines through at the end of the day, yeah. Whether it be that we all crush it down and still just want to fuck like party boys and girls, or if we become the robots. Like we were saying, the universe snapping on and off in the first place is representative of our own experience Mm -hmm. in some vague way. Mm -hmm. So becoming the robot is still going to be representative of the entire thing. So don't be afraid of it. Just become the robot. It's going to be fun, but it's like, it's because we're human that we feel like we're going to miss being human. So I like that.
1: I like the fact that I feel, feel that. Well, but pre- when you wake up as a
0: robot, you're not going to give a fuck
1: about humans, you know? Well, I'm approaching this... Guild sort the of, humans. I'm approaching this sort of from, you know, a spirit of open liberal inquiry, but with this transhumanism, other, like other technology, presumably access to it will be sort of, you know, obviously the more privileged or the higher your socioeconomic position is, that the more you get access to this, this technology. So given... The white people are sort of the wealthiest demographic. Doesn't that mean that transhumanism and reproducing as robots is just a cloaked out form of white nationalism that is acceptable to long for?
0: I don't think so anymore. I think capitalism breached the whiteness of it and made it available yeah, yeah, to okay. some classes of people, but you're right. The, majo- yeah, you're right. the majority is, though.
1: Yes. They've got smartphones in Senegalese villages and uh, shit no now. No one right? fucking with the Rothschilds or Rockefellers, you know. Yeah, they're not going to be robots. Fuck. The Queen and shit are white.
0: and Yeah, there's quite a lot of Euro royalty and shit. It's pretty, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Jay Z's probably in there, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's in there. That's the point. I mean, I think the Moloch, I don't think the elites have sacrificed AIDS bloods to Moloch forever, but it is part of, you know, they used to have their own fa- family dynasties and ethnic dynasties, but because of the globalized nature of the world, they need to come up with something that could appeal to you know traitorous dragon people of every society so so
0: they don't just die out
1: yeah it's the AIDS Moloch blood and then that keeps going with the transfusions while they make genetic kind of damaged freak babies and stuff and um, I just sort of in my head rationalised that
0: when the robot war comes, mm. I'm just going gonna, gonna to fight so hard against the robots, right? Even mm. though I want to embrace being a robot. Mm. But I'm going to fight for humans so fucking hard. Why? If you're going to embrace a bla- being a robot. In a blaze of fucking glory. I know you, it's like you think there's going to be this transhumanist thing, but robots are so much better than fucking humans that there's no chance for the transhumanists either. It's going to be humans and transhumanists against the robots, right? And we're all going to get fucking wiped out mm. like some glorious german barbarian tribe like facing the romans back in the fucking you know what what is it like bc like yeah right but and you know it'll be it'll be glorious and it'll be like sad and shit just like the romans probably had quite a lot of respect for these guys just like fuck it we're not surrendering (laughs) going out hard yeah the robots will probably be like yeah and now it's robot time, kind of thing. I just feel like that. I'll se- be happy to die like that.
1: So. I, yeah, I get, and no offense, but I feel like that sense of uh, you know, kind of infinite glory and everything. You want to live forever, that kind of shit that we're all chasing, right? That
0: right? might be how you have to wake up as another robot. Yeah,
1: though. but the thing is, and I understand that impulse. I understand it completely, but. To, the robots aren't a worthy adversary. I wouldn't get any of that visceral war-like kind of energy out because it's like throwing a console, on, uh, yeah, a hand controller on the game when you lose at Mario Kart. Ultimately, there's no feeling. Isn't the glory of war the fact that you're fighting other humans?
0: Yeah, I want to believe that there's going to be this great battle, but. We all just get zapped by some hmm. super microwave. And if you kill the
1: robots, everyone's just going to kind of fight all the humans like or fighting? A
0: battlefield, but every, yeah. all the humans on Earth just go boom at the same time because of fucking satellites getting hacked and just nah, microwaving the whole planet just for long enough to kill the humans and not the robots.
1: I guess on the broader universal view, I have come more sympathetic. I don't really buy the kind of simulation theory thing as it's often put out, but looking in those broad sort of universal cosmic scopes... I can see the argument that, like, technology is a higher form of evolution of the human race, or whatever, and will. Yeah, it's a natural. Evolution. Yeah, it's a natural thing, right? Yeah, that's not really an artificial distinction. But, um, I guess we got bought as sort of a fucked up. Yeah, you know, I heard the most depressing thing I saw it online. It was like a sad meme of, of like people our age, and it said, "Too uh, what is it? Too too young to explore our world? Oh no, born too late to explore our world, born too early to explore the others." <laughs>
0: Do you know what that bleakness reminds me of? And you might have seen it recently. I think you may have. Hmm. Uh, there's a New Planet Earth 2 series I've actually, that's going to be yeah. out pretty soon. But I've I already actually, watched a couple. It's online. Yeah, I was in England. Yeah, I was in England But these fucking turtles, when the, were they turtles? No, the lizards in Madagascar, right? Mm that get born on this beach. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're born pretty decent size. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, and start running across this beach. And there was just this shot yeah, I watched of when that they're running across the beach. And then, the like, fucking hundreds of snakes just piss bolting out of like these like scrubs and bushes and shit till they just come attack and just eat all these freshly born fucking and that lizards. one
1: in particular that was born its very first view was there watched, was some french such as life. its very first like, view wolf. hatching out of the egg they caught it was watching one of its siblings get eaten by the snake kind yeah, of thing yeah. as soon as it came out and then it survived and got away with it
0: that that some of that shit was glorious in its bleakness and mm. stuff but it was super depressing and <laughs> hardcore
1: like un- yeah. unable to turn away as he long. tries to make it sound like oh like it's a fun little narrative and shit but God. Nature. just
0: born into fucking a snake pit of doom. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> just,
1: yeah, the whole having to get to a safe space from the place you're born is sort of hectic coming from like humans who are like born in like a nice safe warm environment and everything like that but yeah. you're just becoming smart enough or not dumb enough really, not smart. <laughs> Cuz these things to
0: understand that we're in that sort of place again. So they're doing pretty well. Is just blissfully ignorant for a few hundred years again. and
1: uh, I mean, the fundamental difference, am yeah, I right, in saying is snake pit. You know how you see the snake pit shit and, like, all sorts of animals. They sort of act on instinct. You know, a fucking... I've read that a two-day-old gazelle can ri- run faster than a racehorse, right? <laughs> and um, so they learn it all. It was, <clears throat> as we all know, babe, human babies are, like, mad useless and shit, right? Hmm. They need to be cared for so much and everything. And that is... It's an evolutionary way of giving our brains time, right? Is this, am I correct in this understanding? That's what separates I us. I can't quite remember. I have watched documentaries on it before, but I wouldn't be able to just Cause in, snap
0: it out on you and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a part of me in the back... But there of- is fucking natural reasons, yeah, that mammals... <laughs> um,
1: have longer yeah,
0: things right and like the babies are more fucking gimpy
1: because <laughs> there's still this little bit in the back of my brain that's sort of like oh that's just humanity making an excuse for ourselves and if we really push came to shove you could have a fucking you know five-year-old driving a tractor or whatever and it would be fine well it can swim and breathe underwater for yeah. a bit but, but it can't even nah, it's
0: retarded it yeah just lays it puts a hand there.
1: on fucking you know hot some, stove some
0: animal cubs are like that mm. as well like oh but they walk around and shit but they're sitting
1: ducks as well. They can't right? protect. They can't protect themselves from predators, and you know, in animal kingdom, you gotta fucking do that. Or as babies. Oh, I mean, are
0: you fucking me! I know there is some legit reason, like you were saying. Dude,
1: I don't think there is. I think it's just human self-indulgence. <laughs> and I guess we'd better close up pretty soon. Do you want one more crazy little conspiracy thing?
0: Yeah, it's because the woman just gets sick of carrying the baby. They actually should carry it till it's about three years old, but they're just lazy.
1: Well, I've heard it suggested, and I don't endorse this in any way, but the problem of humanity that separates us from everything else is that in the rest of humanity, mother's job is to give birth to its child, right? And then the child goes off on its own way in the world. Yet with humans, it's fundamentally different because the mother craves love back from the child, and that doesn't happen in any other species. And that's the fundamental driver of all kind of human relationships. Like you've said before, it all comes back to mama. If they're an animal, they'd just kind of give love to you and send you exactly on their way. But they crave it in return because of our complex social interactions and expectations. Therefore, maybe, fucking uh, it up. Maybe they still crave the love, but they're just more responsible than humans,
0: and they know when it's time to like just kick them the fuck out.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I guess they get nuzzled from the little babies and stuff and shit. But they don't guilt trip them as much and shit, you know? But And then there's fucking the insect world where the babies eat the parents and all that kind of shit, so... Yeah, just like Afghanistan. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Man, this is 2017. I mean, look, this is a frank, raw, real look at the world. And... I feel like, you know, if we've come across a little bit psycho this episode, then that's the only really way to approach things these days. So I'll leave it at that, at the risk of repeating myself. But for one positive sort of thing, I guess I can wrap up after all this is quite a good quote by Nietzsche, who we like to talk about every now and then. He said, life without music would be an error. And I like that the simplicity, the elegance of it. And it's true. I thought of that listening to that Louis Armstrong song on the way earlier today. ba da ba da ba 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 you know. Yeah, resonance is godly. Yeah, harmony, right? It's like,
0: yeah, fract. I subscribe to fractalism. Mm. <laughs>
1: I think if we just got all the world leaders in a room, gave them some mad pills and ch- made them watch Baraka.
0: That's why it seems like it's a fucking dream that you just keep waking up from into the next fucking dream. Because everything else seems like a fractal, why wouldn't consciousness work like that too?
1: Mm, I think you, doing the show with you has made me a bit crazy too. You're welcome. Yeah, no, it's it's helpful. It's maybe challenge some of my long held assumptions and really, really grow as a human. I think. Fuck this week.
0: What have I got? I got some um, crazy piano track that I wrote probably.
1: 10 15 years ago oh, that niche thing was an intro to our music section by the way <laughs>
0: yeah. so if you're feeling a bit lost uh it'll be easy to get lost in this retarded nine minute piano concerto slash hip-hop beat i don't know it's pretty
1: fucking whack. just basically think of fucking if dead mouse was bowie in berlin in the 70s and try and rap freestyle over this and don't drop any kind of end bombs and shit see if you can do it as it's, it's
0: Oh, dude, I'm going to have to get on the fucking gear if I don't get wakey-wakey from these opiates. I
1: mean, tell me about it. I'm fucking about a minute away from putting a needle in my arm. Um, Yeah, I hope your arm gets better, speaking of that. Cheers, brother. Mm.
0: I just need a doctor to say you can wrench that shit open, but at the moment it feels like I don't want to break anything.
1: (laughs) Just take it easy. 2017's got a long way to unfold yet, and... uh, Stay positive. Keep a positive, despite what we said. I think a most positive mindset really does help, especially if you kind of smoke a bowl every now and then. Try and be fair to people and stay positive.
0: All right, you fucking Sasquatch.
1: <laughs> I'll
0: see you in 2018.
1: <laughs> Catch you next year if we're still alive. Ow.